You're listening live to Right Side Radio with Phil Williams. It's hard to go wrong when you're on the right side. Right Side Radio, solid, conservative, and just plain right. Alabama's syndicated news talk leader, Right Side Radio. Phil Williams here live in the Right Side Studios. Man, we got the local, the state, the national covering down on all the issues. And like that dude just said, solid, conservative, and just plain right. Well, it is it is Friday afternoon. I am rolling up my sleeves as I speak. I'm, Ooh, get, I'm getting ready. Uh, yeah, getting get ready, ready for dig, the afternoon. Dig on in. Boomer, how you doing, buddy? <laughs> I'm good. Yeah? Oh, yeah. hey, it's Friday. Give oh, me some sound it's effects. Friday. The big ones. Friday. <laughs> I, like, I, like how, I like how you're doing the, the, the hand. <laughs> I just had to yeah, yeah. raise it up. <laughs> uh, all right. Hey, welcome to Friday. Welcome to the end of your week. It's a crazy end of the week, by the way. Uh, live briefings. Just been watching here as we're going into the show. Breaking news. Uh, it appears they've shot down another balloon over Alaska this time. Uh, they're not calling it a balloon. They're calling it a high-altitude object, but the Pentagon is about to do a separate briefing, at which point we're expected to get more details. So we'll keep you posted on that and talk about it more as the situation develops. Um, but, yeah, it's it's also kind of weird. In fact, Charlene just texted me and said the same thing. It's weird that the press conference I just saw a moment ago didn't lead off with this. It talked about Ukraine. It talked about different things. It was National Security Council, um, you know, former Admiral John Kirby. And then it finally somebody asked a question. Uh John, we hear about another something being shot down. Yes, let me address that. Like, oh, that's that's a back burner issue. Anyway, we'll we'll cover down on this as it develops. But yeah, there's about to be a DOD briefing like any minute uh, at the Pentagon, and we'll find out more as we go. In the meantime, I got some stuff, man. I've got a I got a triple dipper that's so full. I don't know if we can get to all of it. I don't even have. I I even made it a point not to have guests calling in today uh, intentionally because I've got so much content. But we're gonna try triple dipper. Hit it. The triple dipper. Three stories you've got to know. That's right. The triple dipper. Three stories. Three themes, if you will, that you have got to know as we run today's show. Number one, didn't get to it yesterday. It's first on the list today. Haters gonna hate. Haters going to hate. Well, that's what we hear, uh, but uh, it's also true. And we're going to talk today about what is a hate group and who gets to decide what's a hate group. And wh- where, is the, uh, where is the dividing line between hate groups and just people who differ from you? And oh, by the way, what organization's in charge of hate group designations? Oh, it happens to be one of the worst organizations out there in the entire public sphere, and they're based here in Alabama, the Southern Poverty Law Center. So, yeah, we'll talk about, number one, haters going to hate. Number two, racist roads and activist regulators. I mean, I feel like that's the title of a movie. There should be, should we have a movie, Boomer? I can't you see it? I think so. Racist roads and activist regulators. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what that was. I don't okay. either. I was just trying to make some sound right. Racist roads and activist regulators. So, yeah, what happens when basically there's so much regulation that's agenda-driven that gets thrown on things that don't relate to it. What does it do? Well, it basically makes everything cost more, take longer, and, oh, by the way, it keeps the little guys from being able to compete. So we're going to talk about it. Racist roads and activist regulators. What happens when government puts an agenda on everything? And then number three, every once in a while you got to do this. I kept finding this cool story, that neat story, uh, that thing that needs to be known. And so it's all right here at home. Home fries, number three on the triple dipper. 
home fries. We're going to talk about all stuff Alabama, things that are happening around the state, some good, some bad, some indifferent, but you need to know about them. So that's it, number three on the Triple Dipper, home fries. Well, all right, let me, um, as we wait for the DOD to do its briefing, let me move over to uh, my comments for the day. Um, And I got to tell you, I ran across a story last night that has me now looking sideways at an organization that I've always loved. Now, some of y'all may have heard me say my first ever true paycheck, clock-in, clock-out job was Chick-fil-A. I was 16 years old at Chick-fil-A in Parkway City Mall in Huntsville. And let me tell you what, there are still things that I learned in that first job that have just stuck with me. I learned what it means to be on time, in place, and ready to work. I learned what it means to juggle scheduling and to see firsthand what happens when your coworkers do a great job or when they don't, for that matter, and you get to pick up their slack. In the days prior to food courts becoming a thing, when you're the only fast food in the whole mall, well, let me tell you, I learned what it means to move with a purpose and how to address the customer politely even when you've been working a double shift. And I learned the meaning of diligence in prepping every aspect of somebody else's meal even when you're personally so sick of chicken you don't ever want to eat chicken again, like ever. But I'm proud to have worked there. It was meaningful. One of my favorite books of any great meaning is the founder of Chick-fil-A, Truett Cathy's book on defying the odds to build a successful business. We've got it posted right now. That book is on the uh, recommended reading list on the rightsideradio.org website. So having said all that, I've also appreciated the way that Chick-fil-A has always stood up for core values and faith from day one. Never open on Sundays, defying culture and wokeism. But then I ran across an article last night, and maybe it's just the world in which we live, all right? The world that says that liberals are allowed to just jimmy around with anything and everything. A world that too often just can't leave well enough alone. The article said that Chick-fil-A is testing a new one-of-a-kind sandwich. The article referred to it in glowing lip-speak as the company's first ever plant-forward entree. Plant-forward. What is that? Plant-forward. It's apparently a fancy name for a veggie sandwich. No meat. From the company that serves meat sandwiches, we are now getting a brand new option made with a battered and deep-fried tender filet of, wait for it, cauliflower. The article says it, quote, here's the quote, you ready? Quote, embraces the plant-forward style that places vegetables at the center of the entree. Uh Uh-huh. The company released a statement that reads like a combination of a Supreme Court brief and a medical journal with carefully selected words that said this. You ready? Stand by. Quote, Cauliflower is the hero of our new sandwich. It was inspired by our original Chick-fil-A chicken sandwich, says Leslie Neslog, the director of menu and packaging at Chick-fil-A. Guests are told they want to, guests told us they wanted to add more vegetables to their diets, and they wanted a plant-forward entree that tasted uniquely Chick-fil-A. Our new sandwich is made with the highest quality ingredients and whole vegetables, and we hope it offers customers another reason to dine at Chick-fil-A. Well, okay. Y'all forgive me for being skeptical. Maybe, maybe I'm overreacting. My sincere hope is that this is truly something that the marketing experts at Chick-fil-A, who do know more about the restaurant industry than I ever will, that they have determined this is the next wave of capitalism, that it will seize the fast food industry by storm and propel Chick-fil-A to another award-winning option in the fast food hall of fame. But we live in a world where liberals won't leave well enough alone, and I find myself just kind of cynical to a degree. So when the restaurant that taught me how to stock shelves and cash out the register and serve coffee and smile when I'm tired and stand up for what's right, when they add veggie meals to their menu and call them plant forward, I feel a little jaded and I hope they're not selling out. It's like the other story that I ran across just this morning. The author of that story on Fox News expressed her dismay with wondering how they can continue to take family vacations at Disney World. 
She said that they had already ceased purchasing anything made by Nike and Gillette because of the push for anti-American rhetoric and transgender lifestyles, but that she and her husband were of the hope that Disney's new leadership might begin restoring the family-friendly atmosphere and get away from making conservative patrons of the Disney movies and parks feel like third-class citizens. So they went to Disney because it's still a part of the American dream, a place of wonder where whole generations have been made to feel better about life in general, the Magic Kingdom. She said that she and her family arrived at the hotel inside the park complex, and while they checked in, her kids sat on the lobby couches watching Disney cartoons on the TV. She described her seven-year-old son getting excited because a cartoon of the Three Caballeros, the cartoon that was made over 30 years ago, came on. It's one of his Disney favorites. And as she looked over at her smiling, happy child, she noticed the cartoon was beginning with a disclaimer that had never been there before. A disclaimer that says, quote, This program includes negative depictions and or mistreatment of people or cultures. These stereotypes were wrong then, they're wrong now. Rather than remove the content, we want to acknowledge its harmful impact, learn from it, and spark conversation to create a more inclusive future together. Give me a break. Just gag me. After which the cartoon that has never been a problem before began to play. And the same disclaimer appears on Aladdin, Dumbo, and Peter Pan. So what Disney and Nike and Gillette and Coca-Cola and Delta Airlines and possibly Chick-fil-A need to learn is that wokists, wokists will never be satisfied. The liberal agenda does not know how to leave well enough alone because the liberal progressive woke agenda is about redefining truth. And when you're allowed to redefine truth, then nothing is sacred anymore. What is your truth today? Well, truth is still truth. It's supposed to be because, well, because it's truth. And when truth becomes malleable or pliable or overly flexible or dissectable or even voidable, well, then it ceases to be truth. And when an activist redefines truth, they must go in search of solutions to fit their first world problems. They must be able to find a target upon which to vent their pent-up frustrations that their truth is not being respected by others. And when that happens, they will find that which is not broken and they'll try to fix it because liberals never know how to leave well enough alone. But here's the deal. In today's America, wokeness is actually not very popular overall. You might sell a veggie sandwich in certain urban centers or get away with calling Peter Pan a racist in some venues, but the vast majority of Americans are just liable to take a swing at you for trying that in Main Street, USA. Corporations like Disney and the others who have given way to the woke agenda, they should consider coming back to their roots or one day in the not-so-distant future we may be telling our kids about the America that used to have a Disney World. Now, I'm also not wild about cauliflower sandwiches either. How about leaving well enough alone? And that's a wrap for the right side way. Cauliflower sandwiches. Mm, I'm not sold. I also, I just somehow highly doubt that customers came to them asking for a plant forward option. Shut up. Didn't happen. Phil Williams, Right Side Radio. Y'all stay tuned. We'll be right back. back phil williams right side radio solid conservative and just plain right shout out to one of our listeners daniel from gadsden who just uh, texted in and said that he was uh, 
actually on the road driving through Huntsville, jamming to Right Side Radio and headed to Chick-fil-A to get a grass sandwich. <laughs> so, yeah, Daniel, to you and yours, uh, blessings on you, man. Have a great day. Um, <laughs> let, me, let me move over to the text line real quick. You want to text in? That winds up being a whole lot of content sometimes with our show. It just, it just becomes consuming, does it not, Boomer? I mean, It really you, does. It's just crazy. We have some funny people on our text line, too. <laughs> It's just anyway, uh, the number 833-687-4448. That's 833-68-RIGHT. Uh, that's the number here. You can text it or call it. Uh, so several texts have already come in. I will tell you the, the, the coffee thing from yesterday, Boomer, it's still, it's still a thing. Yeah, so the, the, you know, the whole idea about having right-side branded coffee and what to name the light roast, the medium roast, the dark roast. Well, so yeah. Gina from Athens had an amazing idea. First of all, and I, I can't remember who it was. Somebody had the idea yesterday late in the show about doing the triple, the triple dipper. The triple dipper, which like is could, pretty awesome. Uh, a, yes. All three. A package with your light, medium, and dark roast mm-hmm. all in one package and call it the triple dipper of right that's, side coffees. That's awesome. And then Gina from Athens says, uh, she's a marketing director. <laughs> she says, uh, the, says the, the coffee ideas are just flowing. She said, you might even want to think about it, since they have the tea party in politics, we have the coffee party. <laughs> but uh, she also went on to say, then you could have the packaging include like quotes from Ronald Reagan and George Washington and other historic right side ruffians uh, throughout history. I mean, can you I like see it? it like the on the side of the package? It has Ronald Reagan saying freedom or no, excuse me. Uh, uh, yeah, is it freedom is only one generation away from extinction? Oh. Um, How cool would that be to have all those quotes on them? I, I'm just That'd saying. be sweet. I'm getting stoked. Great idea, idea, Gina. Yeah, I know it. Uh, John from Huntsville says, I've always supported Chick-fil-A's Christian beliefs, but I've never liked their chicken sandwiches. Oh, John, oh. how can you say this? See, I don't understand that because I love Chick-fil-A chicken sandwiches. Um, anyway, and he goes on to talk badly about them, which I won't do. <laughs> I, won't, I won't go there, John. I won't go there with you. Uh, Joe from Owens Crossroads says, um, Beyond Meat, you know, it's, that's, that's that artificial meat company that makes like fake meat, basically. Mm-hmm. says Beyond Meat's stock price is down by 90% from its recent highs. He says, I wish my tomahawk steaks would discount like that. <laughs> Ain't going to happen. <laughs> Raven from Russell says, Cauliflower is a dirty trick played by one neighbor on another, <laughs> who he didn't like very much. Um, what else That's we got funny. here? Uh, Brad from Limestone County says, if Chick-fil-A starts carrying that cauliflower sandwich, then when an employee hands one of those abominations to a customer, instead of saying, my pleasure, they ought to say, my condolences. (laughs) (laughs) And Brian from Huntsville says, LOL, here I am making grilled chicken, maple bacon chicken sandwiches for the Super Bowl. Um, Super Bowl. Yeah, y'all text in if you want to, uh, 833-687-4448. By the way, if you ever forget the number, because I'm told that I say it too fast, 833-687 now. Get on to 4-4 and 4 and an 8. But anyway, if you ever forget the number, just go to our website, uh, rightsideradio.org, www.rightsideradio.org. All our stuff's on there, including the phone number, which is right at the top of the page. Uh, The live streaming of the show is on there. Uh, links to all the podcasted versions of the show is on there. Where are we at on the podcast, Boomer? Uh, 115,000. Shut my mouth. Uh, Shut my mouth. Um, Come on. It's so awesome. What, when did we? When was that that we did the push-ups and the donuts? It was 100,000. I know 100,000, but how long ago was uh, that? Oh, beginning of was? December? No, more than that. Was it? Was it? It was, a, it was the end of like it was the end of Thanksgiving, beginning of December, I believe. We need to look back because okay. um, that'll tell us how many we gained over this. Period. So anyway, <laughs> yeah, exponential growth in the podcast, and then we also have the uh, the brand spanking new podcast. 
the newest one to the right side multiverse uh boomer and mcqueen that's right the right life podcast it's a right life podcast and we're, we're having so much fun doing that and it's gonna it's gonna be good it, it already is good it's already yeah it already is five good. episodes out <laughs> six 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 episodes oh well i know i'm just in charge right here i don't know anything yeah, just, all, good. <laughs> <laughs> all right hey listen um switch gears here real quick uh pentagon doing its briefing right this very second right this very second breaking news if you haven't heard uh it has just been announced they took down another and right now they're calling it a high-altitude object. Uh, I don't know why. but And they're saying it's, it's, they, it's, it was an unmanned object of some type over Alaska. Uh, they said, uh, the, what I know of it so far, um, Admiral John Kirby, the uh, spokesperson for the National Security Council, said that uh, it, was, it was sighted last night for the first time. It was taken out just in the last hour um, over Alaska. It came down over the uh, Arctic Ocean, I believe. It was headed north towards the, uh, you know, the northern end of Alaska. Um, and that uh, it did go down in water, I believe. They won't characterize what type of object it was, although flybys, they did uh, clarify that they believed it was completely unmanned. And, um, uh, and it has been taken down. They, uh, they said that, uh, um, that, I don't know, I mean, they were asked, why would you take this one down there and not the other one take down? And they no, no good answer. Uh, and I, I don't know what the response will be when they start digging into details. The other piece of breaking news on this kind of whole scenario is that they have now begun actually recovering the physical um, uh, payload of the first balloon. Well, not the first balloon, the one we get shot down the other day, because apparently there's been multiple other balloons. But they, this, they say this thing is well over 1,000 pounds worth of technical gear. Uh, I'm told that it has um, solar panels, uh, multiple antenna arrays, and that it was truly a... Uh, um, a surveillance uh, intel, mostly signals intelligence, it sounds like, gathering device of some type that was being, you know, flown uh, at 60,000 feet uh, with a 200-foot, you know, long balloon that was toting it, all of which is now being recovered. The interesting dynamic they're finding, too, is that some of the parts, I don't know what kind of parts yet, they haven't said, but we did find out this morning that some of the parts on that thing had English writing on it, and the indications are the Chinese may be using some materials purchased through American sources to build their surveillance capability of America. That's just not where we want to be. All right, folks. Bill Williams, Right Side Radio. Y'all stay tuned. We'll be right back. 